Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio, Sal Capaccio on WGR. Sal made it to Indianapolis. We'll talk to him here and have Sean McDermott later. We don't know how much later. That's how that goes sometimes. Sal joins us on the West Her Hotline. Sal, are you a mega combine fan? Ooh, um, boy, that's a good question. No, I wouldn't say I'm a mega combine fan. I get juiced up when I'm here, though. Once I get here, I'm like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. cool, right? Like, I, I think there's a lot going on. And it's kind of ha- how you have to position yourself on what you are trying to accomplish. So I, I think I've actually been soured or at least don't feel as strongly about that with the actual prospect part as I used to. That stuff's on TV. A lot of guys don't participate anymore. There's some, you know, uh, who, those kinds of things. Like, there's so many different questions I do really enjoy, though, the head coaches and general managers, and they're going to be talking here over the next two days. And then, of course, the prospects, as they start to show up, you can hear you know, them. But I think the coaches and GM part, for me, is where I really like it. Yeah, and you've got, you know, it's it's scuttlebutt season too, right? I mean, um, yeah, so right. you know, a, a lot of a lot of media converging there, and so there's a, there's always stories that that can pop up there, not necessarily of great interest to one fan base or the other, but... When you got the convergence of all that, all that media, all that football high level executive stuff, you're just, you're gonna get content. It's it's another way the league has made a whole week out of Nothing. you know guys running forty times and lifting some weights. I know. Yep. It, it is. In fact, I would say it this way. It's a great point, Bulldog. That's the part I love the most. You know, just being a being around everybody in the industry and different markets and people you see throughout the year at different times you haven't seen in a couple years all the national people this is the one place everybody converges of all the different events i mean even the super bowl not necessarily isn't right you you're gonna get but if you're a any market everybody's here because your coach is here your gm is here it's not like playing in the super bowl where it's just two teams and i'm standing on the main floor I tweeted a video out earlier. People can look at it. I got PFT Live right here in front of me, and then I got CBS Sports, Sirius XM. Everybody's got a, uh, a spot here, but all the <laughs> local markets, Radio Row, that's where Sean McDermott is you know, right now kind of talking with some people, and then we're going to get him over here at the podium in a little while. So for sure, it, 
I would I would say it this way to anybody. Whatever industry you're in, if you've ever been to the main convention for that industry, that's what this is, the combine. Right. It's pretty interesting. There's been some news. I think a, a couple of coaches, one of them escapes me, but Robert Salah is one who's I, I saw headlines yesterday like he doesn't think it's worth his time, so he doesn't go. Um, and and may, I don't know if maybe Kyle Shanahan. There's a, another you know big name. Whatever. They're all big name coaches. They're NFL coaches. Uh, only 32 of those jobs. I just think that's pretty interesting. Like I, I, I on one hand, I, I respect like that's not my my purview per se. Right. I'm the head coach. I I don't you know let the scouts do their thing. But it's still an opportunity to gather information to me. Like I don't know why you would skip it. Um, but Salah, I guess, has his reasons. Is he skipping altogether or just not speaking? Oh, I, I thought I heard he, he didn't think going was worth he, his time. It may be that that may be the case. It very well may be because I would tell you every organization is different. Some organizations, what's the head coach got to do with this? We're picking the players, not him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. They may feel that way for sure. I would also tell you, though, it is optional for head coaches to I talk GMs to speak. It might be for all of them. And <clears throat> they may feel, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm not going to talk. Why would I talk? I'm not going to give anything away. I think what it comes down to is just a healthy respect for, you know, what you're doing, the people covering you and, you know, trying to you know lay the groundwork for your team. And I think that's what it is. This is a little bit of a give and take. I think pretty much, you know, 32 coaches, maybe not all 32, but most of them would say, I don't need to go up there in a podium for 15 minutes, but they do it because it's part of the job. That's what they signed up for. They're getting paid a lot of money, and it's a chance to kind of, you know, reconnect to kind of reset expectations for their team and things like that. So I I remember what Mike Tomlin said a few years ago. I always respected Mike Tomlin for this, and I told him this at the owners' meetings when I met him a couple years ago. There was a – we used to have – you guys remember on media day on Wednesdays, we used to have a conference call with the opposing coach every Mm -hmm. week, right? That's gone now because it's optional, and no opposing coach really does it except for a few. Mike Tomlin is one. He still does a conference call with the opposing media. And he was asked, why do you still do that? And his answer was great. He said, because because we're all in this ecosystem together. Like, I can't, I have respect for these people covering my team, so I would hope that the opposing coach would, and I'm going to have respect for the opposing media. That's the way it works. That's what we do here. We're all in this thing together. And I just love that answer. And to me, that's what this is about as well. I like that, too. I didn't realize that those were not a regular thing anymore. I guess if I think about yeah. it now, we would often play Bill Belichick reading the Bill's roster, right, from those conference calls, <laughs> uh, how everybody's so good. Right. But I guess I didn't realize that those were not uh, Specifically always... citing how good Josh Reed is Josh three Reed. years after yes. he was no longer on the team. The one, yeah. right? That was the one. <laughs> So what in particular, maybe what you're planning on asking McDermott or what you think we'll get from today, I think the point you made about how it's a national media contingent as well as local, you know, will shape that a little bit. But is there anything you're, you know, interested in from this in particular? There is for me particularly, and I don't know if I'm more on this than anybody else because I think what's going to happen with Sean is you're going to ask a lot of questions about the roster. For me, that's more for Brandon Sparrow salary cap, roster, even though Sean will have a say, I'm really interested in his role in the competition committee and what he feels about some of these things. He's a new member. That's a very, very prestigious thing to be named to the NFL's competition committee by the commissioner, Roger Goodell. There are only a select few head coaches. Mike Tomlin's one of them. Now Sean and Sean McVay are on this. Bill Belichick was on it, but you can't be on it if you're not a head coach, a GM, or an executive on a team, I don't think. I think anybody on the committee is, so maybe that, you know, the rule not necessarily, but 
Um, I, I'm, I'm interested in maybe some of his thoughts on these rules. Not necessarily that you're going to get exactly, he may say, like, hey, we're working through that. I got a lot of thoughts. I want to, you know, dive into mm-hmm. the data with them. That's something that I'm interested in for him, from him. Um, and then I think just the overall, hey, it's been, you know, seven years. The team hasn't achieved their ultimate goal. Kind of how do you continue to run it back in your thought process? But I think those are questions that we ask a lot and we get a lot or, you know, throughout the, the offseason, they kind of come up. But I am interested in the competition committee stuff with him today. Yeah, I think that the, and the kickoff seems to be one of the, mm-hmm. at least as I'm scrolling through Twitter as we're talking here, um, there's a pro football talk story here about Troy Vincent uh, saying, no question, there'll be a proposal to change kickoff rules. Now, that's not necessarily big news uh, that's been expected, but whether or not something goes through uh, is another matter, right? There's been talk about this hybrid yeah. what what the ufl is using which was the old xfl uh, rule where the teams are lined up sort of five yards or 10 yards apart no one can move until the ball is in the hands of the return man and then you play i think it's like the 35 and the 30 you line up on the the, the receiving teams 35 yeah. and 30 you wait there the ball's in the air and gets caught and then you can engage how do they inform all the other players on the field that the ball was caught is it like a sound that gets made, or I don't, do you have to turn I, around and look? I, I've not seen it in practice, so I don't know. Do you, can you bobble it, Sal, so you sort of deke <laughs> the other team? These are all things that they'll discuss, but let's remember, and so everybody's clear on this, this is where they'll start to get the groundwork laid for those proposals. The proposals won't be made for another month when we go to the owners' meetings in Orlando this year. So they're not going to have – there may be discussions – and people talking about it, but born out of that will be those proposals that go right. aboard. And, you know, these are just, hey, let's throw some ideas around, especially for the new guys in the competition committee to kind of gather some, gather some data, go back and research it. And then you'll never know, you know, what anybody comes up with or what they feel about it come a month from now when they meet. But, yeah, this is where you're going to get a lot of that stuff. And I know Judy Batista has been, you know, talking and tweeting a lot about that, which is great. She's on top of things, you know, when it comes to the NFL rules proposals and the kickoffs and Troy Vincent, what he's saying. And a lot of that stuff's going to come out of it from today where we'll get more of a groundwork for next month. Only eight people are on this committee, including McDermott, who was new there mm-hmm. this year. Is it just forever? Or like, so Belichick leaves because he's not a head coach and that opens up a spot? Pretty much. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know if, um, you know, I'm sure if you decided you didn't want to be on it, if Mike Tomlin said, I don't want to be on it anymore, he's not going to be on it, right? But, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if like the commissioner says, I want to remove you because I didn't like your Is ideas. it like being a Supreme Court judge? Yeah. Like, you're just like <laughs> yes. a lifetime appointee. I, I don't know how that works either. Basically. Oh. And, then, and then there's also a theory of, and I, I mean, Tim Graham wrote an article today. He had to sit down with uh, McDermott and in there actually wrote how, well, these are like jobs that like the commissioner probably wouldn't appoint you unless he felt you were pretty secure in your position. So you have to change people every year. And I'm not sure that eight is the final number. I'm looking at Wikipedia that has no. that, but I'm looking at another right. article from years ago where they had 11 and it mm-hmm. was um, some of the same people and some not. Stephen Jones, Dallas. Uh, Rich McKay, you might have mentioned him. Sean McVay. Well, Rich McKay, I believe, is the chairman of the competition committee. He kind of yes. runs it. You know, and um, yeah, I think it's been as many as 12. It's usually 8 to 10, I think, is what the usual number is. Extra money? Do you get extra money for being on it? <laughs> I don't know. Does Ooh. it pay anything? That's a good question. More too. endorsements. 
You don't have to ask Sean McDermott that in front of everybody. Yeah, don't so. ask him about that. Uh, so, okay. all right, well, appreciating that you're interested in his role there, um, I'm really curious to see, Sal, because Mike and I have, have kind of we've, – we've kicked this around quite a bit, and I'm sure we'll do much more of it in the coming couple of months here before the draft because uh, we, we kind of disagree on you know, how seriously to take the way Bean and McDermott both spoke after the season. Uh, you know, the notable highlights, this won't surprise you that this is what 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 was, you know, in contention here. Um, pass to win, pass first, learning from Andy Reid, explosive plays, Diggs is still a number one receiver, we need to get more help for him, all that sort of stuff. Like, I, I'm, I'm believing that. I mean, I know how they played down the stretch, and I feel like the way they're talking is – you know, maybe some indication of them letting you know that they had to play that way. I'm not going to say this because it would embarrass maybe certain position groups on their team, but that they maybe want to get back to playing the way they played before the last six weeks or so of the season when Joe Brady took over. So I'm kind of curious to hear if both men, McDermott and Bean, McDermott today, Bean tomorrow, if they sort of double down on that, if they run away from that, like how do they, how do they handle that? That's a good question, and I I am pretty you know much in the corner of they really want to attack wide receiver explosive players however that manifests itself right Sean McDermott you mentioned the words player acquisition and again I remind everybody there's three ways to acquire players you can draft them you can trade for them you can sign them doesn't mean you have to draft them because I think with that comes risk you know these young players they did Brandon Bean did trade for Stefan Diggs a few years ago let's remember that the year before that he signed John Brown and Cole Beasley to help his young quarterback so I think that that is the mindset they have I also would say though that Sean McDermott probably feels very comfortable in how they did play the last you know five games six games and were able to run the ball and do, do all those things but you know he also knows that he has to be able to and you have to be able to score by throwing the ball and being explosive. I think what's happened here for the Bills, see, I think these comments are more reflective of the general, not game by game, but overall. And overall, guys, you look back, like the Bills, it was a grind for them to drive down the field. Teams said, you're not going to go over top of us. We're going to force you underneath. And they did. And that's what caused all those mistakes that cost them games in the middle of the year. It was just they would drive, 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 bam, mistake happens. And I think they really feel like, hey, the, the less chance we have of that, we have this quarterback to be able to get the ball down the field quicker and easier. Let's do that to minimize those chances for mistakes. Yeah, I, I've, now I remember you're jogging my memory. Uh, I think it was McDermott citing the data on explosive plays, like the drives yep. that end in touchdowns, the percentage of those that include a 20-plus yard play, which I think is the threshold that, yep. that he was using for explosive plays. I think plays. he's coming over here now, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 